to a very special 109th, that's right, episode of the Weekend Wire. Um, we're back. I think we last recorded in August, right after the sort of first couple days of free agency. Um, and two months later, here we are. Season starts tomorrow. So we had to get this out. Went by fast. Man. Quick. Went by super quick. It like the finals were the finals from two seasons ago were being played like last weekend or something. It was like yeah. <laughs> being clips of like the heat Jimmy decimated by injury and like all that. So um we've got RO here as normal. Um we are gonna run through some predictions for the season, talk about what we think is interesting. Our playoff predictions. I have ten general predictions that I made, some of which are pretty bold. So we'll get into those. They're all kind of bold. Yeah, about ah, all. I, I think. I think if like three of these come true, I'll be like pretty happy. Uh, yeah, but we'll get to that at the end. Um, and you might have some intuition about what they are when I go into our playoff predictions here. Um, okay, so. Major storylines. We, we will talk about Kyrie. We will talk about Ben Simmons um, eventually, but we're going to come on. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do um, sort of run through the East real quick. Um, number one seed. I have the Bucks. Ro disagrees right off the bat. I do disagree. Um, I am a Hawks truther. <laughs> um, I, I just don't think the Bucks are going to be as motivated this season um i just don't see it from them or the nets um i think they're going to try and take it easy uh especially the nets maybe more so especially with the the injury concerns they've had but even with the Bucks, like i mean there's a certain level of championship hangover that like takes effect um i think they're pretty much a lock for like a top three seed i think the top three in the east are pretty clearly better than everybody else um which would be the bucks nets and i think the hawks um maybe the heat are in that same like ballpark but um, I like the Hawks, man. They have a lot of depth. You saw that depth last year. Uh, they got a lot of uh, young guys that looked like they could break out this season. Um, I'm talking about Okongwu. Um, Cam Reddish could have a big season. Um, and if those guys start producing, you kind of already have a given from Trey. Um, he's only really getting better, if anything. Uh, uh, and I think they've kind of put the pieces around him now and, getting to see Bogdan uh, properly healthy, I think, for the entirety of the season, hopefully. Uh, I think that could, you know, get them to that next level to where they can win the East. I do like the boldness. Um, I think there are still certain matchups that the Hawks are not going to be able to compete in and, I'm talking about these teams with elite wing scorers where they really just have no one to stop um, some of these guys. Um, I do think that they have a lot of young players, like you said, that could be improving. Um, I like I like the makeup of their roster. They're definitely a team that I'm like rooting for. But I just think that the fuck you season from Giannis is coming. And the, if you... The one takeaway that I actually think holds merit from the preseason is him coming into those jumpers, doing the turnarounds, doing the and his shot just looks so much better than it did even last year. Um, so I think we're going to get some of that. I don't think Bud really knows how to like 
turn it off in the regular season. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not even framing that as an insult like I usually would towards him, but like I think like their system, like they're always like their record against their division is like always insane. Like they they have this sort of way of doing things um, similar to the Jazz, who we'll get to eventually. Um, that I just think Giannis is going to coast to an MVP. Um, whatever demons he got over in the finals where he just decided Aiden can't stop me. I'm going to the rim every time. Um, and that, I mean, people forget, but they shouldn't that, that game six where he just had one of the best performances we've ever seen. That was the last game he played that was meaningful. So, um, yeah. And if Bud, the one, the one thing I could see sort of taking away from that is when Bud decides to only play Giannis like 32 minutes, um, in these yeah. games because that does happen and it happens in the playoffs too as we've talked about time and time again um i think he's learned his lesson in the playoffs at least yeah i think i think maybe he learned his lesson too um but regular season that could still be something i just think Giannis is is reaching the point where it's going to be his league for the next five six years yeah i mean i think it's awfully close to it uh i don't know if there's really anybody in the east that can stop him in the league that can stop him to be honest with you um just with yeah i mean if if that preseason holds up and he is comfortable taking those jumpers um then yeah i mean the league is in in big big trouble because i mean that's just you know if he's making those even at like 50 percent um you i mean you take that uh that's yeah, it's just too too difficult to stop at that point. Um, but I, I just don't – I don't know if the rest of the team is going to be there, you know, uh, consistently throughout the season. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be as locked in because, I mean, some of the performances we were seeing from, from Drew and Middleton, you know, especially late in the playoffs, like they turned it on. But, like, you also see – that like how bad it can get from them as well. You know, they were very, very inconsistent, which I think kind of gets glossed over in the fact that like, you know, they did get to the finals, they won the finals, but you know, they Drew had some, some terrible, terrible games in oh, the finals, yeah. you yeah. know? So I don't know if the rest of the team is going to be quite there. Um, like you're saying, Bud is probably going to try and limit Giannis's time as much as possible. I think it makes sense this season, at least uh, you're coming off, you know, the, the longest postseason um, that you could have played um, and you only had two months to recover. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know, maybe this is the season to kind of, you know, let him slow down a little bit, make sure he, he's getting back up in the gear by like April. Um, but that's why I just think the Hawks, like this is their opportunity where like they're, I feel like they're going to be hungrier to get to that top spot because now they've seen like they, they don't have anything to fear from some of these top teams. Yeah, You know, um, I think last year they were, you know, we were both surprised that they even beat the Knicks. I thought the Knicks would be a lot better. Um, but, you know, I think that now they are fully confident in, in what they're doing. Um, you know, McMillan's done an incredible job. And I, I just think that the only thing that, that the only real concern I had with the Hawks was the size because they don't really have a lot of it. Um, outside of like Capella and even Capella is not really that much size. Mm-hmm. Um, John Collins is, I think like listed at six, nine. Um, so that's essentially a wing. <laughs> so, and you're playing him as, as you're big. So uh, that's my concern with it. Um, especially against like the Bucks. 
but I, I think in the regular season, the matchups just don't really matter as much. So they should be fine. So do you have the Nets third? I think I have the Nets third, yeah. Okay. I have them second. I have the Hawks third, so we're good okay. on that order at least. Um, yeah, top three I think is, is pretty settled. Yeah, I, th- I think we covered the Hawks. Um, we can talk about them when we get into the playoff matchups and stuff. Um, but the Nets, they're in this weird Kyrie situation. They've decided that he, if they don't, if he's not going to be all in for them, they don't want him to be playing this part-time way where he's only playing away games. Um, and apparently, he he can like still practice with them, but he just can't go into bar. Like it's it's a rule with Barclays Center. Like that's yeah. that's what the law is. So um, they've decided that until he does get the vaccine. Um, he will not be able to play. So now they still have an awesome roster. Um, added Patty Mills. Um, they drafted Cam Johnson. Um, so they have ways to fill that production. Um, but like you said, in terms of seeding, it's not. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that they're going to be second or first um, because Nash knows that these guys like to rest. Harden likes to rest. KD's an injury risk, so is Harden. Um, so I think that that's kind of being weighed out here, and you, they have a lot of aging players on their roster as well. Yeah, that's my biggest issue with them is that I just don't think they have that much incentive in the regular season to really push. Um, you know, they know what their eventual goal is. They care about the playoffs, and I mean, definitely it starts from the top. Yeah, Harden and, and KD know that they need to be like healthy. Um, and they, I think, do believe that if they were healthy last year, they wouldn't want it. So uh, I think they're going to do everything they can to, to stay healthy at the end of the season. Um, and it doesn't matter for them, I think, as much of like home court and, and just all of that is, I, I think, just background noise for them. Um, uh, they'll go out and win pretty much wherever. Uh, so I'm not really too worried about that. And I don't think they are either. Um, but yeah, I think they, they filled out the roster kind of nicely. Um, I mean, obviously you saw Blake Griffin take on a pretty like much bigger role than I really thought that he'd be able to take Mm -hmm. on last year. Uh, and then you add in a guy like Patty Mills, um, you have Javon Carter now is like a, like a depth guard too, which might get kind of more thrust into prominence, uh, depending on the Kyrie situation. Um, but I mean, if you throw in Patty in there, like he's sort of, to me, at least like, I, I like like that's the type of player that they needed, um, you know, ideally off the bench, but, you know, even as a starter, I think he fits like the style of basketball they're going for. Um, he's played in those Spurs, you know, teams that had that sort of ball movement heavy, um, you know, get everyone their touches uh, offense. So I think he's going to fit, fit right in. There's not really going to be an adjustment period there. Um, so again, yeah, the biggest worry is probably just, you know, maybe the, the wings, like wing defenders, uh, they don't really have, uh, you know, a, a ton of. Uh, I guess Green is is really the top one that you think of, and then I, I have guess Green. But Green is on the. Oh, they yeah, they don't even have. Yeah, he's on the Nuggets so, yeah. now. Yeah, so they don't have. Really, it's really KD versus the world. They have yeah, Leeds Johnson, <laughs> I guess, and Bruce Brown. If you want to. Yeah, far, so small right yeah like, i don't think yeah. i don't think that really counts either so yeah, yeah they're pretty so, i don't know they're they're in trouble there but um that i mean 
if you have Katie and Harden on the other end, I guess it, it doesn't really matter. Um, but this team is definitely, you know, it, it's vulnerable. It's a little bit more vulnerable, I feel like. Okay. Well, let's, let's go to the sort of middle pack here. Um, I have Celtics fourth, Heat fifth, and Sixers sixth. Obviously, the Sixers, Ben Simmons situation could change any day. Um, he did. Nah, I don't think he's. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's getting traded. We can talk about that. Um, but he did show up to practice over the weekend. Um, so my case for the Celtics at four, um, I think their defense is going to be great. Their new coach, um, you're hearing all the good things about Udoka. Um, I think Tatum is going to finish third in MVP voting. That was one of my 10 general predictions. And I said they would have the best defense in the NBA. Uh, I don't know about best. I would say top three, top, top five, five, more in the range. Yeah. Um, they added Schroeder for $6 million, one year $6 million, um, to come off the bench. Um, for them, lost Kimba. Um, Which Robert Williams. The biggest loss in the world. Yeah, yeah. Robert Williams for them um, was pretty good against the Nets in the first round. If he can build on that, he's he's kind of injury risk too as well. Yeah. Got Cantor back, got Horford back, um, and this is this just seems like a more deep, more malleable team than what they had last year, where it seemed like they could only play big, um, yeah. and really couldn't compete against some of these teams that had varying styles. Um, so I think I think Tatum is going to continue to to ascend here, and um, Brown will complement that. And I think they're going to be well coached and a tough team to play every night. Yeah, um, I think they're going to have a lot of yeah a lot of motivation as well during the regular season. New coach, I think they're going to be hyped up. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you're saying, like Tatum could very well make that jump to you know being top three, top five in the MVP race, and if he can play the entire season and if Brown can play the entire season, uh, then I think you would have to worry about them as a four seed. I have them as a five seed behind Miami. Um, but I think that that four or five range is probably where you expect them to be at. Um, they had a really solid off season, um, nothing like flashy, but like you were saying, just really good pieces to pick up that give them like that versatility that they didn't really have last year um a little bit more depth as well if you do see some of these injuries coming in um and so i, I think overall this team looks uh in theory better than it did uh last year um i think kemba was was just like he, he needed to go um i, I think you kind of saw that even two years ago but really last year i think you're really starting to see the signs that just wasn't working um and i, I think that now they sort of are you know they, they have the pieces they want to keep as their core and uh you know you're, you're gonna start to see a little bit more progress from them uh yeah i, I agree with everything you said um i think kim just need a change of scenery really and um, yeah he, he did struggle a little bit with them but it's not like he was terrible he was pretty good in the bubble actually yeah. um and last year it just kind of took a turn for the worse uh, okay i have the heat fifth you have them fourth i like this team a lot I do too, but I'm not sure I like them so much in the regular season because I do think they're going to rest yeah. a lot. And um, Lowry is 36. They have Tucker, who has come off his marvelous playoffs of averaging 0, 0.0 points a game, <laughs> holding KD wow. to 40 PPG, and um, you know doing. Let me all put it like that. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of what happened. But uh, so he he. he 
He's he's joining the Heat. Uh, the Heat re-signed a lot of their young guys. Tyler Heroes looked pretty good in the preseason. Um, yep. If we maybe see a lead from him, this is a team that could that could really go some someplace in the playoffs. Um, I think they're the the moniker with the Heat is that they're just a tough matchup for everybody. They have smart defenders. They have a great coach. Um, it's a team that you don't want to face in the playoffs. But in the regular season, they tend to coast a little bit. Um, and Jimmy and Lowry, I'm sure, will get along great. And Lowry fits oh, yeah. the identity, um, all of that stuff. So that's going to be fun. Um, tell me, tell me why you're so high in this team. Yeah, I, I feel like they're kind of going back to the mold that they had in the bubble. Um, I thought PJ Tucker was a really solid addition uh, in that sort of Jay Crowder esque role. Obviously, he doesn't quite get you the offense, um, but I think defensively, in terms of especially rebounding, um, they're just going to be such a tough team. And I think they're going to be able to just grind down teams. You know, you look at this roster up and down and, and they really have a lot of guys that are just going to like ground you down starting from the top with Larry and Butler. Um, and so I think that is, you know, more so going to be successful in the playoffs. That's why I look at them more as a dark horse in the playoffs, but even in the regular season, I think that they're going to be trying to figure a lot of things out. Um, but once they hit that sort of, you know, 20 games in mark, I think they're really going to start getting going. Um, and even with the, the rest factor in it, um, it, it's Miami. I, I don't, I don't think they're going to rest as, as much as some of these other teams. And so I, I think it'll be fine. Um, hero is probably the most promising thing coming out of the, the preseason. Like you said, um, I, I think that, uh, at least for me, like this is more so what I expected because you sort of look at it as he had his rookie year and it gets cut short. And so you get like a little weird off season period before the bubble. So that's where you like saw a little jump in his play, but then you didn't really get an off season to, to really build on anything after that. And so you kind of would expect that little slump that he had last year, but now with another, you know, full off season, um, you know, they go out early in the playoffs. So you have a lot of time to just work. Um, and I think that now you're going to start seeing his growth kind of come back again. Um, and with that, you know, I, I think again, like I was saying, I mean, they, they just kind of went back to that mold that they had in the bubble. Um, you even had a guy like Markeith Morris, um, as like another, you know, depth, uh, wing guy, and I think that's sort of the key for them to, to be competitive is to have like a lot of just, you know, wings that are just going to ground you down. And that's what they have now. Yeah, I, I think I think getting back to the, the bubble mold is probably something that we're looking at doing. Um, I just don't know if that's possible because um, I think a lot of yeah, we'll see was, if the shooting is there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that was the shooting. And um, yeah. You don't have Crowder anymore, um, and he was a he was a decent part of that. But I think Bam could also take a leap potentially. Um, mm -hmm. He's he's someone that has sort of consistently improved over his career. So if he can get a little bit better, that'll that'll go a long way. Um, especially like him, you know, shooting shooting mid post. If he can maybe he can shoot threes. Um, so uh, we could we could see that from them. Um, Sixers. Um, Ben Simmons drama. We don't know what's going to happen. Could be a. I, I thought about a Washington trade today, and that kind of reveal. Yeah. Well, Dinwiddie maybe, but um, they. Oh. I don't think Beal wants to get traded. So. 
Yeah, I think Dan likes it in Washington. Yeah, for some, enough. for some reason, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think Washington could be a possibility. But beyond all that, we've talked about this so much. Um, the Sixers just – if we assume that Ben Simmons is still there, they're going to be a dysfunctional team. Um, yeah. This is a team that was number one in the East last year, and they've brought pretty much everybody back. Um, Maxi is going to be out to start the season, I think, or no, Shake Milton is going to be out to start the season, but I don't really know um, any injury news for them besides that. Um, Embiid injury prone. Um, he stayed healthy for a lot of last year, but you never really know with that guy. So I have them sixth, um, and that's just really a product of the Ben Simmons speculation. If, if I knew one way or the other, I'd probably put them a little higher. Yeah, um, but it's just so. I, that team's just not going to work with him being there. Um, if, I mean, if he even plays, like, I, I don't know what the situation is going to be. He might just yeah, show like up it, and like, the news today was that Doc Rivers just doesn't know if he's going to play against the Pelicans. On hey, the, he didn't I, play in the preseason game either. Yeah. So, so like, we, we just don't know. Um, yeah. He's already forgone like a lot of his salary too, from what I understand. Right. Like he's yeah. already taken the pay, the pay cut in a way. Um, yeah. Like he had the initial pay cut, like I think it was a couple of weeks back maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. He seems pretty set on getting out of there. We'll I don't see who blinks him, but yeah, um, I, I don't think he's gonna blink, man. He hates. I think, I think like he genuinely hates Doc and uh, maybe Embiid too. But I, I definitely don't think he gets along with Doc. All right, um, Pacers. I have seventh. I'm generally high on Confused. this team. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just think Carlisle's a good coach and he'll be able to figure out some of the pieces that they have. Um, still have Turner, still have Sabonis, even though Turner's been in trade rumors for the last like four years. Um, Brogdon is a point guard. TJ Warren, um, if he comes back. This is a really stable team. They don't have a lot of expiring contracts. Um, yeah. a, lot of their, a lot of their team is like set to be free agents in 2023 or beyond. So if the ownership there wants to go for it and start winning games, then they can do that. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen. I took the over wins on 43 um, for this team. I can see that, yeah. Uh, just because I think Carlisle has has made the playoffs with lesser rosters than this before. Like some of those Mavericks teams, 2014, 2015 era, yeah. um, outside of Dirk, were pretty thin. So that's kind no, of this, this team is actually pretty solid. Um I mean, yeah, Levert. on the roster, I mean, yeah, Levert is still there. Um, you sort of have, like, everything you need, right? Uh, solid point guard in Brogdon. You kind of know what you're going to get from him. You have your creative piece in Sabonis. Um, Miles Turner doing whatever it is that he does um, and getting hyped up over it, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, if you throw in Levert, uh, they didn't even have Warren last year, and they still, you know, made the playing game. Um, so you throw in Warren into that, uh, probably not with his bubble form, but like, I mean, even if he's, you know, contributing 15, 17 points a game, uh, I think that's probably enough for you. And I mean, they added Tory Craig, which is a really good pickup. Um, O'Shea Brissett, one of my Syracuse guys, uh, he looked good last year. So like, you never know what's going to happen with that, but, um, that they have a lot of promise, uh, for sure. So. You know, if Philly kind of falls apart, if Boston doesn't look as good as we think, uh, or if Miami kind of struggles to figure it out, this is a team that could sneak into like a four or five seed. Is that too optimistic? I think it is. Um, okay. I think you're you're hoping on injuries at that point. From other a little teams. bit. Or uh, just massive dysfunction. 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I don't see the Heat de- being dysfunctional. I could see the Sixers being a dumpster fire. Yeah. Uh, if something really goes wrong with the Celtics or the Hawks decide they don't like McMillan all of a sudden, um, which they've done before. Um, I not, not with McMillan, but, but with Lloyd Pierce. But um, those are the only scenarios I can really see for that. Or if the Nets really get injured. Um, the Net, like KD and Harden would have to be out for like two, three yeah. months. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why I really see it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, six seed I think is is reasonable. Uh, seven seed is probably where they're gonna end up, but I think they are pretty solidly into the playoffs. You would think. Um, I just don't. The, the East just doesn't have that much depth to where I'd be worried about them. Um, and I think that even with their mess last year, I think they're still a little bit better than Charlotte is. I think they're still a little bit better than like a Chicago is. Um, so, I have breaking news. What is breaking news? DeAndre Ayton, the talks have ended. He has not been offered a max contract. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God, bro. You're getting a live reaction uh, right here. This our- is so frustrating. Like, Sarver gives you that hope, that hope that he's turned things around and that he's going to do things the right way. And then all of a sudden, he's like, nope, I don't want to pay you money, even though I'm the guy that wanted you here. I just don't understand it, man. Like, this is his guy that he's not paying after he was arguably, like, our most consistent They were player. pretty quick with the Mike McHale deal. Yeah. Well, he wanted less money, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and, like, plus, like, that's probably going to be a steal down the line, you would think. Um, but, man, you just got to pay the guy the max. Like, honestly, like, I, I don't know who you're – like, who are you saving the max for? Are you going to trade him for Towns? Like, honestly <laughs> – I don't understand it. Um, yeah, this is this is not good. Okay, and it and it throws a wrench in the team as well. So, <laughs> God, it's frustrating, man. Who is your eighth seed in the East? I can't even think about this anymore. Uh, the eighth seed in the East, I would probably put. Uh, well. I feel like we're disrespecting the Knicks a little bit by putting them in the eighth seed because, like, they could be better than they were last year. They got really lucky last year with a lot but of they shit. they did get really lucky last year. But their defense is solid. Like, that, that part they good, But they're, they're – the, the opponent shot terribly from three last year. Randall sort of had this outlier year that I don't know if it's going to continue. Well, Randall regresses, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They also, yeah, they also had all this injury luck where no one was hurt for them like the whole season. Um, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So I, I have they also added Kemba and Fournier. So it's like, yeah. well, you know, they have some of that shot creation. Like even if Randall kind of goes backwards, you have new shot creation. You have RJ. Who knows what he's going to do this year? I'm high uh, on I think- RJ. Yeah, you're high on him. I think he could have a little breakout here. Um, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't know if I could say definitively that they're better than any of the seven teams that we have. So, yeah, I guess I'd probably have the next eighth. So both uh, of us are low on the Bulls then? I don't like the Bulls. It's just a weird fit. Yeah. They might make the play-in game, but, like, I, I don't think it works. Yeah. I thought about putting the Hornets at eighth. Um, That's, Yeah. Sort of depends on Hayward, I think, and the health. Uh, Lamelo, who knows? 
if he can get better, then maybe that happens. Um, there will be a fun team to watch for sure. Kai Jones, everything that yeah. comes with it. Um, okay, let's go through the playoffs here in the East before we go to the West. Um, so, first round, do you have anything different? I'm, I'm assuming you have the Heat advancing, but I have Bucks, Bucks over Knicks, Nets over Pacers, Hawks over Sixers, Celtics over Heat. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think my seating's a little bit different, but um, I think I have those first three. Uh, so Bucks, Nets, Hawks, all winning, and then I would have the Heat over the Celtics. Okay. Yeah. I think, the only, <coughs> I think the only reason why I gave the Celtics the nod was because of the seating. <coughs> Having yeah. Um, um, I have Hawks over Sixers in six, Nets over Pacers in five, Bucks over Knicks in four. Um, um, yeah, I mean, if it works really out like that, I'd pretty much agree with all of that. Yeah. But um, I can see the Hawks even being in sixes and less like five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, okay, let's go to the second round then. So you would have Bucks Heat part three then? No, I would have Bucks. Oh, no, because you're cheating different. Okay, yeah, so Bucks, Bucks Nets in the second round two. again. Yeah, which and I think. You have what? Well, if Kyrie's well, no, even without Kyrie being back, I think I'd have to give the nod to the Nets if they're healthy. Okay. Yeah, I think the Nets do to come out of it, but they're so unhealthy that like I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I feel Bucks, comfortable. I have Bucks beating Celtics in the second round in seven, and then I have the Nets beating the Hawks in five on the other side. Do you have the Hawks advancing over the Heat? Yeah, I'll say the Hawks for now. That could be yeah. an awesome series if that happens. That could be an awesome series. Yeah, that could like seven, seven Trey, years. Trey, Trey on Jimmy. Trey, Trey trying Jimmy to Trey. draw fouls versus Lowry trying to draw fouls. And <laughs> it's going to be full. Physical. Uh, a shit that, storm, I hope honestly. that that's like the, the, like the rivalry in the NBA for the next like couple years. What? Hawks? And... Hawks. Hawks heat. Hawks heat. Like that, it's like Florida versus Georgia. They're in the same right. division. Like right. have some like characters that. on the roster. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. That that and Atlanta, New York are the fun ones. Yeah, Atlanta, New York. Well, like Trey versus New York, really. Yeah. But <laughs> um I have the Nets beating the Bucks in six in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um Okay, yeah. So I mean I just have it around earlier. I don't care if Kyrie's there or not. <laughs> nets all the way <laughs> so you do you have the hawks i have the nets over the hawks okay, yeah okay. Mm, yeah i like the hawks but i don't like them that much <laughs> they don't match up well against the nets at all no no so. they really don't or the bucks to be honest with you so yeah okay uh, well I, th- I think bucks nets again is the real like okay that's the finals matchup gotcha um good versus evil the way sort of yeah um West, who is your number one seed? I I was having so much trouble picking, man, because... Me too. The seedings like, for the West were way harder than the East for me. Oh, it's so difficult. Yeah, because I don't think Denver is going to be healthy enough to get there. Um, I don't think... Like, the Clippers are out of it. The Suns, I want to say, could be a number one, but... I just don't think 
I don't know. Now, especially now with the Aiden news, like I really don't know how that's going to play out. Um, and I don't think the Jazz are going to do it again. So I think if I had to give it, yeah, I think that it's got to be the Lakers. And I, you have the Lakers, and I, I think that that it really you got to go with the favorites, right? So um, Lakers are they got all the pieces back. Um, if if again, like I feel like we're saying this for every team, but like if they're healthy. Like they mm-hmm. are uh, the most talented team in the, in the West. And, and I think that they should be able to um, should be able to take the number one seed. And I think LeBron has a lot of motivation this year too. Um, I, I think they're not really going to rest as much as we might think. Yeah. I have the Lakers first. Um, I think Westbrook is going to carry the load for them in a bigger way. When they are sitting. Um, when they are sitting and be, them being able to sit and being comfortable with Westbrook winning some of these games for them, essentially. Um, yeah. and even if it's one of LeBron and Davis sitting, yeah. like there's going to be nights where it's Le, where it's Westbrook and LeBron, and there's going to be nights where it's Westbrook and Davis. Um, or if they're deciding to West to rest Westbrook and do the other two. Um, yeah, we've already. Seen I feel like there's going to be a lot of times where it's two out of three of those guys, and that's going to be enough. Um, they signed a lot of good complimentary pieces. They they seem like the Heat. They seem to be wanting to get back to their bubble mode, where the the vibes around the team are really good. Um, yep. They brought back Dwight Howard. They signed a couple of good wing players, shooters. Um, Rondo is back, um, so they just have a lot of those guys that were there for the bubble. Um, second seed, I have the Jazz. I do think that this is still a great regular season team. Um, I think their collapse in the playoffs versus the Clippers is going to come back to bite them in the playoffs and not really the regular season because I, I do think they're they're sort of Bucks East, Bucks West, where they have a yeah system that they stick to that can win them a lot of games in the regular season. It's hard to win in Utah in the altitude, um, things like that. Yep. Gobert is something that you need to prepare for in a different way. Um, that teams really don't do a lot before the playoffs. So I have them second. Yeah, I think I would – well, I, I'll make the change. I'll say the Suns will get second and the Jazz mm-hmm. will get third, but I think they're in some combination going to finish 2-3. I have the Suns third. Um, they we'll, – we'll see what happens with this Aiden thing that we just talked about. But um, – they seem to be bringing back their core. Uh, they added McGee and lost Javon Carter, um, added Shamit. That was huge. Um, Both of those are huge. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they, they're, they seem to be – they might be even better next year. Um, it's possible. Uh, they did get they, – they were healthy for a lot of last year, um, playoffs and regular season, but we'll see what happens with Chris um, health-wise. Uh, this is still a really solid team. Um, yeah. I think they'll, they'll be top three in the West, barring something crazy happening. Um, fourth, I have the Nuggets. Um, this is me assuming that Jamal Murray is going to come back February, March. Um, Bones Highland. Remember that name? Who doesn't? All goes according to plan. Um, he is the Nuggets. Wasn't he like barely playing in the preseason? Well, he had 19 in the first preseason game. So, All right. Well, there if you, you listen to the quotes from Mike Malone, they love him. 
And Mike okay. Malone is not one to usually play rookies. So I'm just, I think right. it's, um, and he's going to get some minutes because Jamal Murray is going to be out for a pretty long time. So that's true. Um, he is someone who is a long shot rookie of the year pick for me. He's a really exciting player out of VCU to watch point guard. He can do it all. Um, great scorer, super lanky kid. Um, yeah. so I'm going to like watching this team all season. Um, still have Jokic, who's just a beast um, usage wise. And, can win you a lot of games. Um, they added Jeff Green, lost Paul Millsap. Uh, most of their like complimentary pieces are back. Still got Aaron Gordon um, yep. in there, so we'll see what year two of, of the team with him looks like. I think uh, he'll look a little better this year. Yeah, he, he seemed to be out of sorts a little bit, but they they also got him in I think March of last year. Yeah, so Line was so it was pretty. Yeah. They had to ramp things up with him pretty fast. Um, and Michael Porter Jr. could be a could be a breakout candidate. Um, if he becomes a great scorer, he's, he's kind of got that AD mold where you can't really defend him when he's, when he's shooting at the peak of his shot. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he's running with that bench unit, that's scary. And if he's like just the main creator, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if he's ready to take that role just yet, but. Um, I think I mean, you never know. You know, this might be the breakout for him. That's his next step for sure. Because I feel like they used him so much as like a spot up shooter last year, especially in the playoffs. Um, which I mean, like it makes sense because like he's an incredible spot up shooter. But um, I think you have to start giving him the ball a little bit more. Um, have him making some more decisions. Um, I would actually disagree with you because I think the Clippers are going to get fourth, um, and then the Nuggets get fifth. But um. I just think that like the Paul George uh, revenge tour is coming. Um, if, if I had to pick a guy to like get into like the MVP voting that like maybe people don't expect, I think Paul George might be the guy um, like we're talking top three. Um, and I think that they uh, returned enough of their pieces from last season uh, that even without Kawhi, I think they'll, they'll make it work. And, you know, I, I, I think that, they don't need like Kawhi is, is more so important for them in the playoffs. And I don't think that they can go very far in the playoffs without Kawhi um, or at least they'll struggle against like the top teams in the West without Kawhi. But um, in the regular season, I think their, you know, mantra is shooting a lot of threes and, you know, that's with or without Kawhi, you know, they're going to be shooting a lot of threes. And, and if they go in, they're going to be a really, really good team. Yeah, I think the Clippers were able to bring back a lot of their supporting pieces on good contracts. They got Reggie Reggie uh, Jackson for two for twenty two, I think. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Terrence Mann was like two for nine. Um, brought back Zubac, brought back Batum, um, brought back Kennard, Marcus Morris, all their shooters. Um, this is a team who will probably lead the league in three pointers attempted again. Um, might lead the league in percentage. It all goes according to plan. Um, they have a lot of weapons that they can use. Um, they, they sort of per- perfected small ball in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the only real problem I could see with them is is Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> like internal yeah. uh, combustion. I He's guess. also not a great shooter. Doesn't really fit the rest of Not a of great it. shooter. Yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they use him. Um, I would think Reggie has to start, but maybe they play him as a six man. I don't know. Oh, I think they have to start. He's too good. I I think so too. But I mean, you're paying Eric like blood so so much that Ugh, maybe it's like a, yeah, a guilt yeah, tripped yeah. into it. Oh, my bad. My alarm just went off. Thanks. Um, sixth, I have the Blazers. I uh, mm, 
I don't like the Blazers this year. I think they're going to be a playing team. Um, I think the Mavericks get get six. I think the Mavericks, uh, <laughs> as you will say later in the podcast, they will overcome their Jason Kidd problem and uh, still manage. It is to a big succeed. problem. It is a big uh, problem. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I just the Blazers. I, I think that some of this Dame stuff is being overstated, um, and I, I don't know that that he really is set on wanting to get out of there, even though it seemed like he was like the amount, like the fact that we've gotten like little to no update on that situation for like, yeah, I think he's going to stay like he's weird there. Yeah. Yeah. They brought back Powell. Um, They brought, um, am I thinking of? Nurkic. They have Nurkic again. He's back, even though he seemed pretty upset after the playoffs. Yeah, um, I thought he was like done. Like he was straight up like, oh, I, don't uh, my I don't know, but he's back. They <laughs> nice. have uh, Tyler Zeller now, who, if he learns how to make a layup, can actually be pretty good. <laughs> um, how to make a layup. If you look at, just look at the numbers. I'm just saying it's bad. Um, and Cody Zeller, not Tyler. Oh, yes, Cody Zeller. Tyler is washed. Tyler is the. Yeah, Tyler is the one who went to like Indiana or is that wrong? Yeah, I think it was Indiana and then San Antonio for a bit. Okay, but, yeah. Like, Cody yeah. is the one who's coming from the the, the Hornets. The Hornets, yeah. It's been okay. playing. They played on the Hornets for a while. Yes. Um, so they brought him in. Still have Dame, still have DJ, still have Norman Powell. Um yeah, they lost to the Nuggets in six when the Nuggets were missing their like three out of their five best point guards or whatever it was. Um wasn't yeah. great. <laughs> It was bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so, I don't know why I'm higher on this team. I really don't understand. But I think they're they, always there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like they could just win like any game. Um, but I haven't, I have, wait, do you have the Blazers? So you Blazers don't seven. have them. You have them seventh? Seventh or eighth. I actually might have the Warriors out of them. Okay. So they're a playing team, but they're making the playoffs. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, good. Uh, seventh, I have the Mavs. So let's talk about the Mavs because this is a pretty polarizing team this season. Um, yes. They have Jason Kidd replacing Rick Carlisle. Jason Kidd also said that he wants them to shoot less threes, which I don't know how any person with a brain could watch this team and think that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. You really don't have any creators. Someone, I don't know. There's sirens outside my window. Yeah. Um, Are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. I don't know what that's about. Um, <laughs> But they don't really have any creators off of Luca that I would feel good about them not shooting less, not shooting more threes, like whatever their offense is going to be. I think they need to replicate it in a way. Stops, post ups. Yeah, yeah, not that. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe shoot more threes, Jason Kidd, and maybe he'll figure that out as the season goes along. That My opinion be. is once the playoffs are all around, it doesn't really matter, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah. I. I do think Chris Stops could have a better year than last year, even though even if it's not. Like, I mean, he can't have a worse year, right? Like, yeah, like I don't. I think he's reached the bottom of whatever he's going to be. Um, and yeah. if, if he goes okay, out the window, if he's if he could be worse than he was last year, then then we've got some real other things to discuss. But um, yeah. they brought in Reggie Bullock. I like so it a lot. The, under under the radar signing right there. Um, starting with Josh Richardson. Yeah, Josh Richardson gone. He's on the Celtics. Yeah. Um, so Bullock is was a starter for the Knicks. He was pretty good for them. Um, good on defense. 
a uh, good shooter, better than Richardson for sure. So um, they have some dudes and deeper team than people realize. Almost beat the yeah. Clippers. They were pretty damn right. Close. That's the thing that gets lost in all of it, right? Like they were literally a game away from being in the second round and probably like making the conference finals. They were like a fourth quarter Kawhi takeover in Game Six away. Yep. Like I thought they were just going to beat. I thought they were going to win Game Six. They were just over. Yeah, Kawhi just did. Oh, dude, we were like after after the Clippers went down 2-0, Like I think we both just oh we buried yeah we buried them like yeah we were like there's no chance. no I think I like I, I was like it's very simple like I had this long yeah. tweet that was like super yeah, yeah. like <laughs> terrible prediction. Um, uh, Someone bring up the receipts. Yeah. It's... Anyway, um, yeah, I think I think this team's gonna finish in the play-in and like win easily um luca will drag them to just being in the playoffs um eighth i have the warriors yeah I, they make it there's no way they don't make it right yeah the excitement around clay like the idea that this team is going to be a fifth seed is a little too much for me um yeah i like some of their pieces they are a better roster than last year mm-hmm. obviously i'm not just talking about clay um but well- I, well, they were figuring it out towards the end of last season, too. Yeah, they were. And now they add Bielitsa, they add Otto Porter, they have they have Iguodala back. Um, they've got they got some other dudes. They've got Jordan Poole maybe blossoming here. You um, love Jordan Poole. I just don't know how good Draymond can be anymore. Um, and, yeah, I, I think Wiggins is a better fit than people think. But... They, he made also it work. Had, they also had a nuclear curry season that I'm not sure he can do again. If he can, then great, because that's gonna be awesome to watch. Um but yeah, I'm not I'm not as high on this team, and neither are you. Uh yeah, I mean I'm not like five seed high on him because like the West is just so loaded with talent um that is like proven. Um but you know that they should make the playoffs. I think, you know, last season was probably a disappointment for them. I think they'll feel that they should have beaten Memphis, should have been in that eight seed. Um, but, yeah, I think this year that they, they should be able to, especially with Clay back, I mean, th- that team is is really good on paper. I mean, you know, we've seen Clay, Draymond, and, and Steph win games, win a lot of games together. Um, so I don't really think it's as big of an issue. Um you know, that, you know, the, the, like the, the team is very, very good. And it's not obviously the same team from 2015, but you know, the, the pieces they added this, this off season should be, should be good enough to, to do the job. Um, I think really the, the only reason I have them so low is like I said, like, it's just so, so many good teams in the West. That it's like, how do you sort of rank them above, you know, a Denver or a Dallas that, you know, did so well last year? I think Portland might be the one disappointment, really. Um, I think Warriors might beat out Portland and get that seven seed, but I just can't yeah. see them higher than a seven. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I can't see them higher than a seventh. Um, okay, well, let's get into playoff predictions then. Um, I do want to shout out Memphis because I think that they could surprise. Like, I wouldn't be overly surprised if they sneak into the playoffs and like even end up as like a seven seed yeah i just hate them trading adams for valentinus yeah i just don't get it um and that was the one good move that the pelicans made this (laughs) offseason um 
Besides, I guess, getting Trey Murphy, if you want to count that. But yeah, you notice, no Pelicans. Um, I don't believe in this team. <laughs> but it lightly. Um, the Zion injury is catastrophic. He weighs like 280 pounds. And, and if you look at the media day pictures from 2019 versus 2021 that have been circling around, it's very concerning. Um, he is large. And... I don't know that he's gonna be able to stay uh, in the league for another like oh, five <laughs> I'm serious. I'm really like, oh it's bad. Did you really? Know? The David Griffin quotes are like uh, what are like, the David yeah, Griffin quotes? Well he's like, Oh, he's not gonna be available to start a season. It's like no shit. Like I, I don't uh, it's so sad. It, it, this is like the fourth like major injury he's had. That's that like, is concerning. In like three years, like the the timeline is just murky. Like I I don't like it. Um, and <laughs> maybe this could give the one positive I could see coming out of this is it gives Ingram a chance to like really figure out his space in the offense because that was kind of yeah. something that went away once they went to point Zion. Um, but like, can you like in with that? Yeah, they're not gonna win with that. Like the, yeah. clearly, the winning formula was the point Zion. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Trey Murphy is a bright spot, I guess. Um, but we'll see how he really looks. So, do you have these four? T- this is just, I think this is the best way to do this. Who are right. your four teams advancing? Uh, so, Lakers, Suns, Mavericks, and uh, probably, who would I have as a four or five? Clippers, Nuggets, but Clippers at home? Yeah. If, Kawhi is back, then Clippers. If Murray is back, then Denver. If neither are back, then uh, Clippers. What if both are back? If both are back, Clippers. Okay. Like, if Kawhi is back, it doesn't matter what else happens. They're winning the West. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think – I don't think Kawhi is coming back. I don't think so either. Um. <laughs> My four teams are the same, except I have the Nuggets because I don't think Kawhi's coming back. Um, so we both have the Jazz losing the first round. Yeah, to the Mavericks. But yeah. I have it as a 3-6. You have it as a 2-7. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think Luka is going to carry the Mavs, as I'll, as I'll get into. Yeah. And um, I just, you saw what happened to the Jazz last year, and like I think they're going to be able to exploit it again. Nuggets, Lakers in the second round is one of my matchups. I have the Nuggets – Defeating the Lakers in six games with Jamal Murray. Um, and then I had the Mavericks beating the Suns in seven in the second round. I actually uh, – I'm so split on both these. Uh, I think the Lakers beat the Nuggets and the Clippers if, like, the Clippers don't have Kawhi and then if the Nuggets don't pretty easily. But I think the Lakers also do beat uh, the Nuggets even if Jamal is back. Think that they can make it work um, and find a way to get through it. Now the Suns and Mavericks, I really don't know. That's such a toss-up to me. Um, I'll be the homer and and say the Suns will go through, but um, I, I wouldn't feel confident about. It. I, I think Mikhail does bother Luca to a degree, but like I mean, this season could fall apart very quickly with this whole thing too. So like. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't bank on on the Suns yeah, making the conference finals. 
troubling. Um, yeah, I mean, it throws a huge, huge wrench into it. All the optimism is just like, well, now maybe not. Uh, conference finals, you have Lakers and Suns? Lakers and Suns or Lakers and Mavericks. And I think the Lakers lose either way. Oh, oh. Suns back to the finals, eh? Or um, back to the finals, yeah. Luca gets the first finals appearance. I can see that. I have Nuggets being getting to the finals over the Mavericks at six. Um, okay, I can't so, see the Nuggets in the finals. I see it. <laughs> it looks so bad. Upward, last traje- year. upward trajectory. I don't know, man. They looked, they looked pretty damn good before Murray went down. They beat the Blazers, though. You know, like without Murray, they look bad. And it's like, I don't know if Murray just solves all your issues. Like you're getting blown out by Phoenix without Murray. But (laughs) Jeff Green. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I believe in the Nuggets. Finals (laughs) matchup. I think it's going to take them another year. Okay. Finals matchup and results. Go. Uh, Nets over Suns in probably five or six. Nets over Mavericks in six. Well, no, five or six. And if the Lakers somehow make the finals, then Nets over Lakers is probably six. Um, <laughs> I'll give all the possibilities. <laughs> yeah, I think the Nets are beating whoever comes out of the West. But yes, my official prediction is Nets over Nuggets in six. KD. Okay. My official prediction would be Nets over Phoenix in, in six. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, so, and yeah, KD, MVP. That, yeah. There are your playoff predictions, if you could follow any of that. Um, now, probably not. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now we just write I it down. I can barely follow it, dude. Yeah. Write it down in front of you. You're going to take notes. Yeah. The takeaways are what we talked about, not really the predictions, because the predictions are usually shit. So, um, sometimes that's true. Your yeah, bubble was pretty, pretty good, from what I remember. The bubble was deep, on the east. The west was uh, iffy. West is tough. The west is tough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here are my ten general predictions that I came up I heard with last night um, for no reason because <laughs> you're bored. Uh, yes. So nice. number one. Giannis and the Bucks play with a ton of confidence and basically have a fuck you season. Giannis's aver- Giannis's Giannis averages a there you go. 35, 12, and 4 or something like that. And he wins the MVP. 35, 12, and 4? In but 32 yeah, minutes? <laughs> yeah. Seen, seen those jumpers? It's wow. Breaking, yeah. breaking the mold. He might have 25 in the first half of every single game. Uh, you're right. If you can make free throws now, watch out. If he's making free throws, league's just done. Yeah. Just book it. Yeah. 17 for 19, game seven, or game six. I'm just going like, Yeah, one game, just one game. Uh, <laughs> game um, okay. Luca carries the Mavs to the Western Conference Finals 2018, LeBron style, despite Jason Kidd's best efforts. That's the second one. I like that one. I like that one a lot. I think we're both very high on like Luca. Um, I have Luca as my MVP of the year, so um, okay. I'm incredibly yeah high on this man. I think he's gonna have just an absurd, like maybe like a thirty. Think he can average triple double. I think he can get close. I think he can get like a thirty-eight and like twelve. Mm-hmm. 
or like a 39 and 11 type deal. Um, like a Harden type season from like a few years back. Yeah. Okay. Number three, this might be the wildest one. Um, Kyrie and Kawhi both don't play a single game this season and Kyrie Irving retires. Retires. He's throwing it out there. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to retire. I think he is willing to die for his cause. <laughs> he may. Uh, I'm <laughs> curious. So, um, yeah. I don't think he's balking on the vaccine thing. I just don't. Oh, no. Yeah, he's not getting the vaccine. But I but think like, he's quite sad. They're not going to let him pl- – would they let him play next season if he doesn't get the vaccine? No. Maybe. Maybe. Right? Like maybe they just like, start axing. Well, I guess that's up to the laws because the NBA doesn't have a right. Like maybe the country gets to like I don't know seventy seventy five percent vaccinated and they're just like okay it's okay now. What are we at now? Everyone, maybe like fifty. I think I think we just got over half recently. Let me search it up. Christ, I thought it was half was like this summer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was slow. Um, United States vaccination rate. Yeah. Uh, okay yeah so like if they can get to like 70 75 percent by like march or april i think they just like start loosening it and then maybe like the next season they're like okay you don't need to be vaccinated anymore okay Okay. i can see it it's a big on if if there's a new variant coming out right yeah 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 salon release um (laughs) Okay. Here is probably my fourth prediction, which is probably the easiest one here. Um, <laughs> Hold on, the Epsilon release? It's the an Epsilon variant? Greek alphabet, right? Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> so Zion misses over half the season, and the Pelicans disappoint, and the rumors really start. <laughs> so oh, That's brutal. That's number four. Where's he going? Uh, Where's he going? It's bad. Um, I think <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> So Zion has the chance to do something historic here and that he has the chance to be the first person ever to accept the qualifying offer um, and not um, re-sign off of his rookie deal with his current team and say like... Is, is that a thing? That's a thing, yes. He can He can basically... No one has ever done this, ever. But he, wow. can, he can be the first person to ever take the risk and say like, I'm going to make all this money back that I'm losing off of my rookie... My, my second contract and go sign with another team. Um, oh my gosh, basically, time, he'll yeah. like take like the whatever the qualifying offer is, which is like uh, like a two years or something, and not a lot of money. And he's he's yeah. like risking all this stuff. Um, but if his injuries continue to get worse, then maybe yeah. I'm not predicting That's that he's going to do the qualifying risky. offer thing, but I am predicting that he's going to be injured for like a third to a half, <laughs> and the Pelicans wow. are going to go like 34 and 48. Honestly, 34 wins, decent. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, number five, Jamal Murray and Clay return for their teams. January is when Clay is going to come back. March is for Jamal. Um, and Bones Highland, while Jamal is gone, becomes everybody's favorite rookie. And I feel like, yeah, that's already the case. Everyone loves him. Yeah. yeah. Number six, Jason Tatum finishes third in MVP voting behind Giannis and Luka. Celtics have a – I'm amending this. I originally said number one defense. I'm going to say top three defense in the NBA. Three defense? Okay. Even that's pretty high, man. Yeah, because I think it's going to be like New York, Bucks, and then I guess Celtics for you. Yeah. Okay. I like it. 
Well, that, that's we, a bold, bold take. Yeah. Um, number seven, the Bulls failed to make the playoffs after losing in the play-in game to somebody, probably <laughs> Doesn't the Knicks or the Pacers. Um, and I think they're more of a fantasy team than a real team, and the pieces are yeah. weird. It just we'll probably doesn't make sense. We'll have a lot of highlights, but I think their defense is going to be terrible. Oh, it's going to be so bad. Um, that they are the new Washington, but like their offense may not be as ooh, good. Washington. Washington was awesome towards the end last year. <laughs> no, they did figure it out. Gafford. I mean, they had Gafford at least. Like, right? Wow. Uh, Chicago has Pat Williams, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's going to take a lot of work. Yeah. Number eight. Ben Simmons is not traded this entire season. And Trey Young beat Sixers and Ben Simmons again this time in the first round. That would be hilarious. Like, but I want to see them like I want to see Trey beat Philly like without Ben Simmons. Like I want to see that series with like the Ben Simmons replacement and then Philly still loses. And then, so like, Ben Simmons replacement as in trade or Ben Simmons replacement as in like Tyree? Like a trade. No, 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 like a trade. It happened. Like it oh, like, oh, it's like uh, you thought you fixed all your problems. but Right. Like, but no, like he okay. wasn't the issue. You're just a bad team with a bad coach. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Number nine, RJ Barrett becomes the Knicks leading scorer. Because Randall takes a huge step back and the rest. Like, how big of a regression do you expect? Okay, Randall averaged like 24 points a game last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he goes to like 19. Okay. I thought he might even drop to like 16, 17. Jesus. And Barrett, yeah, I mean, seven point drop is huge. I know, but they had two big pieces Fournier and Kemani touches. And yeah. Randall's like wacky post fadeaway things. Well, I think Randall's weren't pretty. Randall, where he's shooting forty percent from three, is probably not going to last. Right. So, so I don't know. I think you're going to see playoff Randall more than regular season Randall this year. Playoff Randall, just so we're clear, everybody is bad. Yes, <laughs> really bad. Uh, <laughs> so I think RJ Barrett could average like twenty one. And maybe yeah. we can score for that team with Kemba sort of distributing the ball for everybody. Um, and the rest of the team regresses. Knicks lose to the Bucks in the 1 8 matchup. Um, okay, number 10. The Wolves get to the play in game. They go over their win total of 34.5, and they almost beat Golden State for the 8 seed. But Golden that State would be crazy. Narrowly wins. I don't know if the Wolves are that good, man. That, that's a bold take. The Wolves have changed the way they defend pick and rolls. They are doing they're not doing drop anymore. Okay. That's I think I think Edwards game. Edwards jump shot has looked a lot better. It did, yeah. It, I mean it looked better throughout the season, even. He's kind of figuring it out. Yeah. I think okay. it's gonna be good for real. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. They just have a lot of question marks on that team, though, I feel like. So that's my biggest worry with it. Who knows what D'Angelo is going to be like. Well, it could also be a Ben Simmons trade candidate, too. I would uh, like that. That would be fun. Yeah. Any any bold predictions for the season before we wrap up? Any bold predictions? Um, no, I don't really have too many bold predictions this year other than the Hawks winning the East. Um, I think Trey could be a top five in the MVP. Okay. Um, I think that, but that might not even be that bold because like his numbers have been there the last few seasons. Um, mm-hmm. and so if like his team ends up winning the East, like that's going to, 
like give him a huge influx of East, votes. Number one seed. Or, sorry, uh, number one seed. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not going to win the East. <laughs> That's the Nets. Um, and then, yeah, outside of that, I think uh, the season's going to kind of play out uh, probably a little bit more calm than people expect. Um, I know there's been like a lot of changes and a lot of chaos in the offseason, a lot of question marks. But uh, in all honesty, nothing big really happened. Dame's still in Portland. Like Portland's pretty much running it back. Philly looks like they're pretty much running it back. Um, and you have sort of this weird Denver and Clippers injury situation, which I would agree with you that I don't think Kawhi is going to play at all this year. Um, I'm not as high on Jamal as you are. I think that it's going to take him some time to like get back and really get back in like the swing of things. It's a long time to be out uh, if he's coming back in March. Um, so I think it's, you know, I, I can say that Denver is probably going to make the finals in 2023, but um, 2022 We'll leave them out of it for now. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. I think Memphis is is a team to watch, though. Memphis uh, could surprise a lot. Maybe sneak in that seventh seed. Maybe six seed. Maybe John Morant takes a big step. Okay. Yeah. No, and Cleveland. I will throw out. I like Cleveland. I think Cleveland could sneak into a playing game. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I like that. I like that one more than the Memphis one, I think. Um, I'm surprised you're not higher on the Bucks. Um, I mean, like, I, I am really, like... You were pretty high on the Bucks last year, so I don't know. I was, and, like, that's why I'm, like, this year, like, I don't think that they can repeat, you know? Like, I, I think that... I don't know those, those first two games against Brooklyn kind of like opened my eyes to like nah like that that Brooklyn team was on a different like level um so I don't know that's my worry man I just I don't know if anybody can beat the Nets um if they're if they're healthy and clicking even without Kyrie like it doesn't really matter like KD is like to me KD is still the best player in the world and like Harden is at worst like the fifth best player in the world so like how do you beat that right yeah no i agree i thought i thought that would be the case last year but they just had too many injuries right um i think we are all set um do you want to run through the awards real quick oh yeah yeah um (laughs) okay so mvp you have luca i have Giannis. defensive play of the year i have gobert um, yeah, it seems, like, seems like for that award, you're really picking between like three people every year. Go kind of, Bear, Giannis, and like Embiid. There, Giannis, Embiid, Simmons, like those Simmons. Yeah. Well, AD could maybe. Well, did Simmons win it last year, or am I making that up? No, no. Um, Go Bear won. Go Bear won it last year. I thought right. Simmons should have won it last year. Yes, I thought so too, but I don't think they would have given it to him, um, just because they don't like. I mean it's usually a big man or like a wing right? and like Simmons, like the weird, I don't know, in between guy. He's like, he's, he's the in between who can do neither of the actual positions. Right. Like, I mean, he can kind of do it all, but like, it just doesn't get as valued. Um, well, plus like you have NBA uh, on the team. Yeah. Um, yeah go rookie of the year. Who you got? Uh, rookie of the year. I was actually going to go. I thought about going with Giddy. Because Giddy is kind of impressed. Yeah, but I just don't think his team's going to be good enough. Um, So I'll give it to – we'll go with – you know what? I'll surprise and say Evan Mobley. I like it. If the Cavs are good, yeah, I think they'll make it work. I'm going Jalen Green. Um, So I think he's going to score a lot. 
But my, my what I really want to happen is Bones Island. Um, okay. so, That's the dream for everybody, right? End to win 800 on Bones Island. Uh, <laughs> Worth it. Sixth man of the year, I'm Jordan Poole. Um, I have literally just anybody on the Hawks. Yeah, it could be Cam Reddish, could be Gallinari. I don't know. Could be, uh, could be Maxi on the Sixers. Maybe. Could be Maxi uh, on the Sixers. Um, could be Jordan Clarkson on the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz actually have a good shout too. Ingles, maybe. Um, yeah. Cam Johnson. Yeah. He looked good preseason. Yeah, he does. Showing out. Uh, Most improved. Who do you have? I have RJ Barrett. Um, yeah, I actually like that pick a lot. Um, I would probably go Barrett if I had to pick somebody else. I would maybe go with uh, let's throw a surprise on there, Hero. Okay, yeah, I think he could uh, take a pretty big leap. Kelvin Johnson is the other is the other guy I considered for this. Um, that's a yeah, that's a good one. I didn't. I resisted the urge to go OG and an OB for the fourth straight. Week. Right, right. Um, <laughs> I think I've literally picked them every year. Yeah, um, yeah. Me and Zach Lowe have done the same. <laughs> me. Uh, do you have Do you have Coach of the Year, Executive of the Year? Um, not really, but I mean, Coach of the Year is probably gonna be uh, McMillan if the Hawks get the one seed. So I'll go yeah. with McMillan. Yeah, and then Executive um, of the Year. I mean, uh, well. I'll go Vogel for coach of the year. Vogel for coach of the year. If Lakers get the one seed, yeah. I don't know. Who would you have for executive of the year? That's actually tough. Um, if the Bulls were actually good, this would be easy. Right. And yeah. then I was thinking the Lakers because they made the most like big name acquisition. It could be the Heat if they finish better than expected. Yes. Um, but they would need like a top three seed, I feel like. Yeah, I think the Lakers are probably an easy pick here. Yeah. Um, Jazz didn't really change much. Nope. Dallas didn't really do a Dallas whole didn't lot. Really do a lot. Neither the Hawks. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess Polinka. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to give it to him, right? <laughs> um that that one's I mean, we don't I don't really care who the executive of the year is, but um yeah. I just, it's just whoever made the most big moves. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. For today, um, we've got we've got Bucks Nets tomorrow and Lakers Warriors, and then a ton of games on Wednesday and the rest of the week. So we will be seeing that. back. Um, I would like to point out that the Lakers are only favored by four points right now versus the Warriors, so I would suggest taking that. Pretty easy. Um, really, pretty easy. I, I don't know. know. I mean, I feel like it should be like six. Like, uh, Oof, okay. All right. Okay. I like the Warriors oh. in that game. Not gonna lie. Ah, okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, fine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's all we got. So we will see you next week.